2: Welcome back to Maggie and Proloff. This is what I love about this week. These shows are a little bit different. We are interviewing athletes all the time, but we get an actor, Comedian, someone as talented as Rob Riggle to join us on the set. Well, this is a really fun and interesting day. Rob, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for that
1: intro. That was very nice of you to say.
2: Oh, uh, I do way, this for a living, Rob. I,
3: I don't
1: feel that way. <laughs> yeah. Just
3: I'm going to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, but it's not that. <laughs> we'll get into it later, but I'm from Philadelphia. Oh, so. boy. Here
3: we go. So here we go. Know,
1: still holding was, it against you, Rob, I was sandbagging after all these you years. when you walked up here. I'm going to tear you apart for 10 <laughs> minutes because, <laughs> I mean,
3: what was that? What was that set up on? Uh, uh, was it Mary Tyler Moore show <laughs> with the, or was it Ted Knight or something? Oh, do you remember, remember that right, when he's, he's like, "It's going to be real easy." No, it was Bob oh. Newhart or something. Oh, yeah. Remember the? Yeah, nobody yeah. knows these references. I'm so sorry, fucking, guys. You know, I'm far I'm too young I'm for so this old. conversation. I'm going to move. Exactly. away. Exactly. <laughs> it was that thing. Where everything's going to be fine. It'll be real easy. And then, and three, two, one. He goes, "Why did you kill it? Yeah, just, <laughs> just pounced on him.
2: <laughs> yeah, why do you hate Philadelphia exactly, Eagles fans, exactly. Rob? Yeah. And that's all we want to know. <laughs> Uh, have you made amends with the Eagles fans after 2018? You took some shots at the NFL honors. I thought it was hilarious.
3: I don't remember taking any specific shots at the Eagles. I remember right. taking some shots at like Mark Davis and some, <laughs> some of the owners, uh, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but not, not the Eagles specifically. No. And, and I was happy to see them win that year. And, well, that's good. and I was very there happy for my friend, uh, Kevin Hart. I was very happy for him. Yep. And, uh, my producing partner, and, uh, and, and really good friend, uh, Chris Peasy is, uh, uh, a huge uh, Eagles fan. And yeah. I've always rooted for the Eagles in in his, you know, uh, for him.
2: Yeah. Provided they're not playing the Chiefs. Which there they are. Obviously. Which now, now
3: we've S- come, to come, come to that from. crossroad. Yeah. We've come to that crossroad. And so come Monday, we'll renew the friendship. <laughs> but for now, it's off. <laughs> so,
1: Rob, let's compare here. The Eagles have Bradley Cooper, Jill Biden, Kevin Questlove. Hart. I would say Kevin Who? Hart. I would say it's the best celebrity fan base. Oh, I think you made a huge and mistake. make <laughs> your case for the KC crew.
3: Well, I mean, let's start with Ted Lasso and Ant-Man, just uh, out of the gates. It's pretty good. Okay. Mm. Then it goes into Eric <laughs> Stone Stonestreet, um, oh, yeah. modern family. Uh, then you got Dave Keckner, Whammy!
4: Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Uh, Champ Kind. Uh, you got uh, Heidi Gardner. Uh, SNL. SNL. You were
2: on SNL, you uh, thank know. Thank
3: you. Uh, you. got You got Rob Riggle. You got, <laughs> never, heard uh, never heard of that guy. Um, uh, you got uh, David Desmoulins, you got Cap McNamara, you got uh, uh, Melissa Etheridge, Melissa Etheridge, Doctor Phil. I mean, I, I could go on
2: and on. <laughs> they, and on you, know, and you really and punctuated on. that with Doctor Phil. That Dr. was like the Phil. mic drop of this whole thing. Boom, you and know? I'm out. <laughs> and Riggle is gone now. We'll never <laughs> see him again. The is game. there
1: anybody from the area who is not a uh, Chiefs fan? Is anyone not like football? I mean, this sounds like. No, how many celebrities I, are from
3: the area. <laughs> there, there's a lot of, of uh, a lot of talent coming out of Kansas City. A lot. There, was, there yeah. a lot of there been something in the water in the 80s and 90s <laughs> i think because uh, there's a lot of comedic talent coming out of kansas city um, right. and we have a lot of you know a lot of great musicians i mean sheryl crow brad pitt uh, you know they're all they're all down they're all well down you know cheese.
1: talking about dating ourselves if i wanted some philly comedic talent david brenner in the house I mean, wow like, yeah david, that,
3: that was a pull and well <laughs> i
1: was gonna say the other big philadelphia comedian uh we, we don't talk about uh Temple Owls fan, uh, longtime Eagles fan. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know who
3: you're talking <laughs> about. But Kevin Hart is, <laughs> is diehard. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. the guy. You guys punch horses and you climb poles. Yeah,
1: I
2: know. What's and like that's listen,
3: we all celebrate in different ways.
2: <laughs> no, Chiefs fans <laughs> celebrate like not crazy people. I just, uh, we just tend big to, fans.
3: yeah, we tend to cheer and celebrate <laughs> and, and throw, you know, banners and 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 <laughs> little. Rolls a toilet paper at worst. <laughs> you know, at the worst. It's very
2: quaint. No um, Vaseline
1: involved.
3: No, yeah. No grease. yeah,
2: who's buying Vaseline in an industrial size? Yeah, the mayor vas- doesn't have
3: to budget for grease.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Rob Riggle is here on our set. He's joining us on behalf of PXG. They're launching a new six-part web series called Playing Around with Rob Riggle. We know you're a massive golf fan. Yeah. I'll get to that and more of that in just a moment. Not sure if you're up to date on the latest Aaron Rodgers news because it mm. comes fast and furious it around does. here. You know, he's going through something. He's going on a four-day darkness retreat. Oh. That's uh, a sensory deprivation situation. Don't they?
3: I'm sorry. Have you ever heard of this? I, I've heard of, like, uh, uh, those tubs you float in. Yeah, this Ooh. is like that's that like like a for a four days. <laughs> but for
2: four days, that's
3: borderline torture, isn't
2: it? It's like borderline I think straight up torture. I mean, I,
3: like that kind of isolation would make you crazy. I thought isn't How that what they do to prisoners? When you yeah.
2: if you went into four days of isolation, wh- what is Rob Riggle like coming out of that?
3: Oh, I mean, probably a lot of show tunes. I'll be <laughs> a lot of shows. Entertained. <laughs> yeah.
2: Maybe go back to the Step Brothers <laughs> script, just kind of like reenact some scenes.
3: I could probably do that. You know, they uh, they did say uh, uh, there was a. Uh, a, a this is so. I, I'm not trying to be dark, but there was a prisoner in Vietnam who built a house in his mind. That's what he would do when he was in solitary confinement. And he built this house, room by room, and and staircases. And he talked. He would write out the dimensions and all this. And when he got home, uh, and that kind of kept him sane while he was in solitary. And when he got back to the states after the war, he built this home oh, wow. from his, you know, from his the vision in oh, his wow. mind and stuff. So. I would probably try to. uh, uh, I don't know if I'd build a house, but I
1: would maybe write a script.
3: Oh, there you (laughs) go. This is
2: a time where the real funny comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. in the (laughs) dark. This is when the jokes just start (laughs) flowing.
1: You know, on the prison front, I was telling Maggie, (laughs) I would want to be in isolation (laughs) because I'd be so terrified of not being in isolation. I think put me in there for a year i can't go out into general pop they would eat me alive yeah
3: general pop you gotta uh, i know nothing about this but <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's all my
1: assumptions and uh, movies
3: and, yeah. Oz, right? Oz, yeah. and yeah. we all talk about it. we're like look if i got pinched and i had to do it i'm i'm punching somebody first day and <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we're
2: well, a former marine so yeah. i definitely wouldn't want to be on the other end of that uh rob riggle is joining us of course actor comedian and now working on behalf of pxg golf new web series so cool uh another thing that Rogers is doing I hate to keep bringing you back oh no, to no him, it's, but, um, but it is interesting it is interesting yeah. so he was a guest in an astrology webinar mm-hmm. are you a big astrology guy what's your sign
3: I'm a Taurus
2: ah oh, me too do and you want to get your horoscope for today yeah please okay
3: I always find this interesting because you know obviously I don't know if it's real or not, but you it always feels like whenever you hear it, you're like, that kind of applies to me today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see. W-
2: wait,
1: let's see.
3: Okay. Uh, let's see.
2: This is your real horoscope for Rob Riggle today. All right. Do whatever it takes to make yourself heard today. Okay, well, oh my this is, gosh. it just happened.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't
2: have to shout, but you do have to insist that friends and family members alike listen to your message because if they don't, they could find themselves out of favor very soon. Ooh, that oh. changed. I thought that was like a Radio Row thing for a moment, but now it's more personal.
3: This is uncanny. <laughs> this is, I don't believe you, for it's some reason. actually a little scary because if, if my family doesn't listen to what I have to say about PXG today I'm cutting them off <laughs> yeah. and
2: they all know that they,
3: I sent Look them a the text <laughs> saying guys my PXG message today is so you guys focus because focus. if you don't hear me we're done. <laughs> That's wow! It. And this is the Super Bowl own. weekend. You know we love each other.
2: <laughs> and the Chiefs are playing. And the Chiefs and are it's, playing. It's, hardcore, it's Rob. a big
3: family moment. <laughs> I
2: know. Way to really put it all on the line.
3: Well, the thing is, PXG's got a new golf ball. Just came out this week. It's been ten years in the making. It's it's what everybody's wanted. And here it's here now, guys. It's here now so congratulations thank you i'm very excited about it you got um, the web
2: series i, I heard. I got also. the web
3: series with pxg which is fantastic i get to play with my friends and people i find interesting
2: you don't look like you're not like charles barkley out there or anything right you're no, i don't swing. have the hitch
3: i don't have the <laughs> <laughs> the short circuit yeah. um and i can say that because i've played with charles yeah. uh, and he's a wonderful man and we enjoy each other so uh, yeah i don't have the yeah um but it it, it probably the same result
2: what <laughs> other athletes have you played with Who's no, good, I'm so, who's I'm, a trash so
3: I'm so lucky. I played in this. to played in the Tahoe tournament for yeah. the last seven years, and so I get to play with all kinds of athletes, uh, from Mike Ruzzioni to Patrick Mahomes. Wow, you know. And are uh, um, you fanning I love it.
2: out on Mahomes
3: and Mike Ruzzioni? Well, of course, greatest sports moment. Greatest sports moment of my life. Yeah, um, I'll never forget it. I was a little kid playing under my mom's ironing board mm. with my like star wars figures or something and i when they won i jumped up and hit my head on the ironing board I, i'll never forget it That's um amazing. it was truly a, a cool moment but uh and then patrick mahomes is so much fun i'm such a fan boy obviously being a kansas city guy and i played with him and kelsey uh, a couple times now and uh, uh we got to the one hole at tahoe and it was a long drive and he swung so hard it hurt me to watch him oh. my back hurt at yeah. my back hurt he's after he swung. yes he but he's got so much muscle and torque and he hit that ball so violent it went 347 <laughs> in the air oh, and wow. rolled out to 361 dead center in the fairway
2: he's happy gilmore it was
3: it was amazing <laughs> he was it was i was just like wow and and That's what these guys do. These athletes are good at everything they do. It doesn't matter what they pick up. It's like they're competitive at it, and they're good at it almost instantly.
1: So, Rob, how do you poke fun at Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts? I don't know anyone who doesn't like either of these guys. They're great guys. They're great Uh, guys. They're great leaders. Basically, Andy Reid, Nick Sirianni, there's not – who do you make fun of in this Super Bowl? There's no villain in this game. I know you'd find a way, but – There's a lot of villains. Oh, come on.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just
1: all in yeah, green. Red. They're yeah. all in green, guys. I, but I want to hate Travis Kelsey. <laughs> I want to hate Patrick Mahomes. I want to hate Isaiah Pacheco. I can't do it. Can't. Can't. It's it's so hard. It's so
3: hard. Andy Reid. Love oh, him. He's adorable. Love him. Yeah. I mean, a guy
2: him. who's eating cheeseburgers after the game, is there anything more relatable?
3: Well, the thing is, like, I don't. And the same thing you can said the Eagles. I yeah. don't have anything bad to say about the <laughs> Eagles. Now, granted, I want to win. Yeah. But that's kind of where it stops. I don't. I don't need to trash them because they're a wonderful team. They've done amazing things this year. But so I'm not. I don't have anything bad about them. I'm just really super positive about the Chiefs.
1: Wow. But I got a game plan to beat them. Uh oh! You got to put three guys on Chris Jones and three guys on Travis Kelsey.
2: That's it. It's obvious.
1: I mean, I'm not that's, a coordinator, that, but
3: I think that's going to leave somebody open. That's just uh, that's a hunch. <laughs> it's you know a gut what? feeling. But
2: uh, Chris Rob Jones Riggles watched a few football games. And <laughs>
1: Chris Jones like, is tearing everything up. Chris Jones, stop that man! If 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 Chris gets uh, motivated,
3: and I say Chris like I know, if Mr. <laughs> if Mr. Jones gets motivated, there's no stopping him. There's yeah. no stopping.
2: Uh, him. You're trying to get into the game.
3: Uh, i will be at the game yeah i will be at the game i, I don't know where i'm sitting I'm, there are nosebleeds these tickets are crazy yeah. nosebleeds
2: get out of here
3: for real for they're five
2: hundred bucks a ticket why don't you just go you know all those celebrity go sit with Ant-Man everybody thinks it's so easy
3: everybody thinks that's so easy i'm not bothering the chiefs organization one right. i'm not, this is yeah. this is super bowl week the last thing they need to hear is from me so I'm not bothering them. Have so more b- bother
2: I'm them. <laughs> <laughs> He'll bother them. So I'm
3: out there hustling any any angle I can get, other than that. So what are you, uh, what do you
2: an wear? Eagles fan?
1: Oh,
3: yeah, no. <laughs> By the way, what do you guys got? What do you guys get? You guys get on? You guys we got
2: press passes. Uh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. What <laughs> are
1: you wearing? What's your game day strategy?
3: You know, I've got the 1990 uh, uh, Zuma pants. You know those oh, you wow. know the the, Wait, the, the, the tiger prince. I want to show him something. Hold okay, the Perloff's uh, gonna
2: go get his outfit. <laughs> He's so excited about this. This is something that a listener Is it a like asked. a
3: foam eagle head or something? No, a
2: listener oh, wow. sent this to us. That's
3: a cutting ham, isn't it? Yep.
2: Yeah. And this is now Perloff wore this to the NFC championship game, so now it's good luck. And the the listener sent it to us. Uh, a listener from Pennsylvania sent it to us and just asked, said Proloff can wear it. He just asked that we ask Randall Cunningham to sign it, so now we're hunting yeah. down Randall Cunningham. But Fair enough.
1: I can't wear it in the press box, so I have to wear it under like,
2: yeah, sports Yeah, no cheering jacket. in the press box.
1: But they'll notice it.
3: Yeah, well... Uh has it been washed? Never. No. Okay, that's important. Yes.
2: Give it that's a good important. smell here. This yeah.
1: Is- Are you a, yeah. when you wear a jersey to a game? Do you like people wear modern ones, Mahomes, or old school? I've done both. Yeah.
3: Uh, there's a, a picture of me uh, uh, pounding the war drum in my uh, Derek Thomas. Yeah. Jersey. Oh, of course. Um, I used to, uh, uh, Linny D when he passed away this year. past year, I, I wore yeah, his 16. Awesome. Um, and, uh, uh, but I also have my 15 and my 87 that I wear quite proudly. Yeah. And I'm starting to start, I'm starting to love on Pachanko. So uh, I might have to start wearing that 10 again with the Pachanko name, not the Tyreek Hill name on it. Cause I, I do have a 10 that. jersey that has the Tyreek. You know, the thing is too, like I had all these jerseys that are, that are just, the players aren't there anymore. So I had to shelve them, you know?
2: Yeah. Like Seinfeld said, we're all rooting for laundry, you know, at the <laughs> end of the day, uh, Rob, on behalf of PXG golf, can't tell you how much we appreciate this awesome. and you know, Fairways and, uh, fairways and Greens, my friend. Fairways and, and Greens. And let's hope. Uh,
3: That's not I hope.
2: can't say because can't. I'm yeah, sitting, next, sitting to next, him, next to him. I but it. I'm yeah. also. But I can, I can feel it. I'm I'm I with, feel you. It, yeah. I'm <laughs> with <laughs> you That ankle's going to be fine, everybody. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh, I'm not even sweating it. Uh, Rob Riggle, again, on behalf of PXG, check out the web series, six-parter. It's called Playing Around with Rob Riggle. Always cool to catch up, Rob. Yeah,
3: nice to see you guys. Appreciate it.
2: It. Maggie and Perla from Radio Row is sponsored by Southern recipe Small Batch Pork Rind, Small Batch Big Taste Crunch, a low carb snack that delivers on bold flavor. Look for them in the snack aisle at your local grocer. The chat was a big fan of Rob Riggle, Jeffrey Howe saying Riggle was great on Moner Family. He really was. And then Timothy Pow from Step Brothers, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Rob just is is awesome.
1: Yeah, and I hope his chiefs fail miserably on Sunday
2: sure you do Uh, okay coming up next now this is somebody who when our audience when I say who it is half of our audience is gonna be like I love this guy and I know this guy and I bet half of you might say I've never heard of this guy in my life and his name is Gary V he's written six books he's an entrepreneur he's a public speaker he is an investor in some companies you may have heard of Facebook
1: oh I've heard of that
2: Twitter uber tumblr all these incredible like you know he's a he's a unicorn he's like a angel investor for these unicorn companies and the guy has such great advice and you don't have to be a multi -multi multi-millionaire like he is to take the advice he's so good at giving regular people like us practical advice that we can use and he's just got a great outlook on life and on everything so if you've heard of Gary V, I I know you're going to stick around if you've never heard of Gary Vee I would encourage you to stick around because he has a fantastic perspective so if that didn't sell it I, I hope it did because he is a special dude he's going to be on our set next don't move more Maggie and Perloff from Radio Row in just a moment Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff, and this is what I truly love about Radio Room, is that we give you Hall of Famers, we give you current stars, we give you actors and comedians, and now we have one of the biggest entrepreneurs, best-selling author, speaker... Am I going to get everything right in here? Garrett? What about diehard, diehard Jets fans? And I was going to get to Hard Jets. first. You've got your Garrett Wilson shirt on. We had him on our set a couple days ago. Garrett Wilson wins Offensive Rookie of the Year last night, and Sauce Gardner wins Defensive Rookie of the Year. That's like the best moment I think the Jets have had in a decade. Maggie, not only
5: that. First of all, thanks for having me on the show. Great no, to thank both you, here. Gary v. Not only that, Joe Klecko and Darrell Rivas got into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, this was on my Jets thread, which is you know 50 times a day with my seven to ten best Jets friends. We literally said, "This is sad," but. This is probably the second best day in Jets history behind January twelfth, nineteen sixty nine. Like it was a great day. Rookie of the year on both sides of the ball and two Hall of Famers, two guys that I got to watch play. Um, Revis, I saw every snap of his career. It's really it was a nice day, but we are very focused on this off season. This is as big of an off season in Jets history because. The stakes are high because so many pieces are in place.
2: I know. You could have a direct line to Rodgers. Are you yeah. trying to plant
5: seeds? Like, hey, come here. You're going to be okay. No, I'm not. Um, because really, I don't like doing things when I don't have all the data. And here's what I mean by that. You know, I've been hanging out here at Radio Row. Every question, of course, is what do you want the Jets to do at quarterback? And the reality is, is between Rodgers or Derek Carr, I think Tannenhill's probably in play. Jimmy G. Ooh. Um... Baker, one could even bring that conversation going. What I don't know is, what's the deal? Like, do I don't want Aaron Rodgers for two number ones and a two and a three, like, I don't want that. Yeah, if he plays one season or whatever, yeah. plus the bigger conversation, which is, you know, and I know I'm on a small island on this, but I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense to throw Zach Wilson out of the equation. And what I mean by that is, tell me which person between Jimmy and Derek and Aaron at this point in their lives are also interested in allocating five or 10% of their energy to being a remarkable mentor and guiding light to Zach. That, if I'm Woody Johnson, which I'd like to be one day, if I'm Joe Douglas, if I'm Robert Sala, that is a major part of this conversation that I don't think we're talking about the pizzazz of like Aaron Rodgers, and we've done that with Brett Favre, that's like five minutes ago. I remember that, it's like deja vu. (laughs) We know what that looks like. What about the fact that you still took Mm. a kid 24 months ago, number two overall, and I'm very aware that it has not gone well. But I wanna remind people, four minutes ago, Trevor Lawrence was a bust. A year and a half into his career, his last nine games changed the conversation. Your boy Josh Allen's first 18 months was not super exciting. And so like some of these kids need time to develop.
1: Do you think the roster is at a place, if you add Aaron Rodgers, it could be a Super Bowl? I mean, Matthew Stafford won yeah. it with the Rams. Yeah. It has to be tempting. I
5: mean, the it defense. Does. I would say that the Rams were so vet-oriented and the Jets are younger, Yeah. right? Yep. Look, the Jets are, have as good of a situation as in the NFL based on what their kids cost. Garrett Wilson mm. and Sauce are two years ahead of time. I literally prayed to God <laughs> that they would be the players <laughs> they were last year in year three. The players they were last year in year three was my greatest hope. Not to mention, Elijah Barrett-Tucker is an all-world offensive lineman. He got hurt. Brees Hall looks all the part. He had two massive touchdown runs prior to getting hurt and was the engine of that offense. I mean, there's a lot there. If
2: you guys had Brees Hall, you would have beat the Bills in one of those games. Gary
5: Vee, this this is the most Jets talk on Super Bowl. This is Radio Row. By the way, by the way, we did beat the Bills one of those two games last year. Yeah,
2: no, it would have been (laughs) – what would have been. Okay, so Gary. Yes. uh, Enough with the Jets talk. Even though that was a fantastic day yesterday for Jets fans and could be the start of something great. Okay, you were – Uh, Entrepreneur, as I said, speaker, you are an angel investor. Facebook, Twitter, like you can see things, you know, before they come. Trends. What practical advice do you have for people who are listening who want to see the next thing? Where is it coming? You know, what are you looking, what do you see uh, 18 months
5: into the future? I think there's a couple things. Curiosity. You know, like you're not going to find the next thing if you're not looking for it. Are you genuinely a curious person? You could say you'd like remarkable things to happen, but are you putting in the work? You two did not achieve this career in this field by mailing it in. You guys grind. The respect I have for everybody at Radio Row is so intense that is doing the shows because there's so much internships, grinding, eating crow for a decade, (laughs) waking up at 3 a.m. for a decade. Like everyone sees you now, but what about the grind that got you here? So one, if you want to find the next best thing, you got to put in the work Mm -hmm. and you got to be curious. Number two, it's always in your face. The answer to finding the next big thing is being a yes person versus a no person. Let me explain. The next big thing is obvious to a lot of people here. It's called chat GPT. It's called augment. It's called artificial intelligence. Everybody knows it right now. It's in the air. Do you know how many people, Mags, in this entire hall right now dismiss it as bad? Oh, it's gonna take people's jobs away. So was the tractor. <laughs> we, were all doing, we were all doing farm jobs, and then the tractor was invented, and that took people's jobs away. They found different jobs. Most people are no people. No to TikTok. No to ChatGPT. Mm. No to VR. No to AR. They fear new things. No, no, no. What about what about streaming services in Hollywood? What about uh, radio to terrestrial? To you know, like yes. people just say no, 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 no. When the world is always yes, 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 yes. Yeah. That's my answer to the question. Can,
1: a follow up on that, uh, and you'll know this as this getting into your Jets experience as well. Please. How do you deal with failure? <laughs>
5: You're right. That was the, a shot,
1: but how no, important is it? No, it's
5: a not a You know what's funny? I grew up a huge Yankees and New York Rangers fan along with the Jets and Knicks. When the Rangers won the cup in 94 and the Yankees won the World Series in 96, I stopped following them hardcore. Why? I'm not sure cuz it's crazy cuz I really missed a good Yankees run. Yeah, I was going to say Gary, you bailed at the wrong time. <laughs> I I didn't bail because I thought it wouldn't be good or bad or indifferent, it's that the thing was accomplished. Mm. Ah. I actually enjoy the failure. Mm. I think what, m- what makes me a weird sports fan, because that's weird, Yeah, like that's not what you're, like, most people no, do. Most people
2: want to be Patriots fans now, Correct. Right? Chiefs fans.
5: Correct. I deal with failure because I don't think it means I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. I, I deal with it's failure because I think it's part of the process, it's the requirement for something great. I even am a little secretly like into it. Like I like being underestimated. I like being razzed. I I, I like it because I'm competitive, and I like that feeling of like I'll show you. Like, it, but it's not a like unhealthy chip on the shoulder because I want you to win too. I just want to work for it. There's something very attractive to me of earning it versus the alternative.
2: Gary, last one for you. Please. And Thanks for making yeah, time for, for, for us today because you're awesome. People out there, if you're listening to this, if you're in a rut, if you want to change, you're not really sure even how to get started, what's the first thing? What's your advice to people?
5: Take a step. First of all, you know what? A deep breath is kind of neat. Like, no joke. Like, even like right now, I might want to take one. Like, it's just crazy what that does. And that, that actually happens physically. Like, if you're listening right now, like, actually take a very deep breath. You'd be stunned what happens. Let's actually... It's kind of like it's just—it's interesting yeah. to me. Like it slows it down by a hair. The virtual, like the macro mental version of that, which is, if you're in a rut, everything that got you there is actually irrelevant. Irrelevant. Just cause, irrelevant. Irrelevant. Just because the last 42 years of your life haven't gone the way you want it doesn't mean the next 42 can't. Uh, being very sports nerdy about it, just because the Chargers are up 27 nothing doesn't <laughs> like doesn't mean they're going to win the game. Ouch. Right? And yeah. so, to me, understanding that truth and, and understanding that you are actually capable of changing things, but you have to change your behavior. And so the tangible one instead of the mental one is the following. You must cut negativity out of your life. Whether that is your mother, and I don't mean never talk to her again, but maybe you don't need to talk to your mom four times a day, or she's complaining four times a day. <laughs> maybe it could be once every two days. You need to stop listening. This is why the news is a disaster for most people. All it's gonna do is scare you and make you unhappy. Like, you need to start cutting negativity out and you need to start bringing positivity in. You might have a coworker who's just genuinely a gleeful person and you kinda know them, what about asking them out for lunch? What about becoming a friend with them? Cutting negativity, adding positivity is how you get out of ruts. Gary. Thanks, to nice. have
2: access to your brain for a little bit, like we are better for it. Uh, Gary V, you obviously can follow him on all social channels. Best-selling author, we have six books now. Yes, best-selling author, speaker, entrepreneur. VaynerX Media, Vayner Sports. I mean, Google him, guys. Gary <laughs> yeah. V, thank you, Gary. <laughs> thank appreciate you. it. Thank yeah. you, brother. We're going to be back with so much more from Radio Row coming up next. A man who needs no introduction, but I'll do one anyway. The Hall of Famer Emmett Smith from your Dallas Cowboys. What does he think about Mike McCarthy now calling plays? How is it going to change the offense? And so much more. We'll get into that with Emmett Smith. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff from Radio Row in Phoenix. We
3: get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix.
0: But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Got a Hall of Famer on the set. Let's cut to the chase because I'm afraid he's going to walk away. Emmett Smith is here from the Dallas Cowboys and Perloff brought his Eagles jersey onto the set. How dare you do that to Mr. Smith?
4: You know... I was good until that point. Oh, no. I really was. I mean, see, there's no need to be arrogant about your opportunity.
0: <laughs> Thank you. And this is
4: a clear example that you're not used to winning.
0: <laughs> Cowboys, cow,
4: no, 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 you're not used to winning. Cowboys walk in. I don't have to say much. You say it all for me. Period. Well, can you, say, you say, I'm so happy to be here again because you act like you've never been here before. Well, I mean
1: can I tell you personally why I'm not used to winning? because of you
2: <laughs> i'm sitting there in the yeah. <laughs> bed
1: 1990s so eagles are up and then you are the reason that I'm not used okay, to winning. Okay, fine, and,
4: uh, fine. <laughs> I can accept that. But look at what you're doing now. You're like, oh, you had your chance. I ain't said nothing to you about what I we know. did. I didn't say nothing about what I did against you guys. Oh, I, that's I, good. You didn't I, need to because I'll never forget it. But you show, you definitely reminded me right now. You're like, oh, look at us right now. Pat us yeah, on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at me now. You're doing the Jay-Z. Look at me now.
2: <laughs> you know, Emmett, I think there are a lot of overconfident Eagles fans going into this game. Do they have a right to be confident?
4: This, yes, they do. They have every right to be confident in this team. This team has shown, in my opinion, to play the most consistent football out of all the the, teams in the National Football League. And, you know, they're built tough inside out the way we were built tough inside out back in my day. And they're well-balanced offensively. They got a solid, solid defense. And special teams-wise, they're they're just as solid. So this team um, has all the things that they need to win this game on Sunday.
1: Yeah, you know, you look at it; they're kind of built like your '90s Cowboys. Yeah,
4: there was a we Can't believe about, you even said that.
1: No, I meant that it's oh. okay for me to say, it, but uh, I can't believe you said. <laughs> that. But it's, it's okay. Am <laughs> I allowed? I'm allowed to say nice things
4: about the Cowboys. It's yeah. hard though. <laughs> it, it's hard. But it ain't hard for me to talk about how good your Eagles are. I'm not, I can't believe that.
2: I know because you have all those rings yeah, yeah, on
4: yeah, yeah, your yeah, yeah, finger. Well, it. Yeah. well, well, I'm talking from experience, though. I'm true. talking from what I see right now. I don't necessarily like the Eagles, but I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm not going to talk bad about who they are and what that what I see right now.
1: So how is this Eagles O-line compared to your amazing and unstoppable O-line from the There's no
4: comparison to the two. No, no, you can't compare the two. I mean, the Great Wall of Dallas, you saw what we used to do.
1: I did. But there's two Hall Hall of Famers on this Philly line, possibly. 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 You
4: say say possibly. Now, I'm going to go to my office line. We only have one Hall of Famer on my offensive line. They call my offensive line the Great Wall of Dallas. <laughs> and you trying to tell me only one Hall of Famer was on that line and we only have the, and you call it the Great Wall of Dallas. You have the all-time, you have the guy that has 18,355 yards and you only have one offensive lineman in the Hall of Fame. How silly is that? Yeah. I mean, and you're telling me I wasn't <laughs> <shit. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> So, and, and you're telling me everything else that happened before me and what was in front of me. Oh, well, he got the ball. It was four yards down the field. If it was that great, Get me my offensive lineman into the Hall of Fame.
2: I know. Well, most of you guys are in, to be fair. Most of you guys in the the, offense are in Most of the
4: popular guys are in. You know, that's what it is. I mean, you got Troy, you got uh, Michael, myself. Uh, You have uh, Larry Allen is the only offensive lineman I have. Who else should be in? You got Charles Haley in there. Darren Wilson did not make it. I'm Mm -hmm. thankful that D. Ware made it.
2: That was great. I'm thankful
4: that D. Ware made it. But then I'm like, what about my lineman? How about Eric Williams? He was a, a, Philly, a Philly guy, by the way, a who Philly turned guy. on us. He didn't turn on <laughs> you. He didn't turn on you. He just got drafted by the Cowboys. The Cowboys <laughs> knew where to go get him. But you talking about a guy like Air Williams. you talking about a guy like Nate Newton. And you also even Mark Tuna. you trying to tell me some of these guys that were on my offensive line do not deserve to be there when they have created these running lanes for 22 and protected Troy Aikman and allowed Troy and Michael to be Michael. And Troy allowed me to be Emmett. So, I'm going to let this is pointed at. Well, maybe we need to wipe up the, <laughs> the, the selection <laughs> crew with this bounty that we have in front You're of us. here
2: with us on behalf of bounty. We'll get to that. You also brought chicken wings, so thank you very much for yes. tempting us with those. Yes. Maybe, you know, Jerry Jones is also in the hall, so maybe he can work some back channel, yeah. you know, with glad-handing people and whatnot. Okay, since we last talked to you, which was not that long ago, uh, some changes in the Cowboys coaching mm-hmm. staff, especially on the offensive side. So what is the offense going to look like now that Mike McCarthy's calling plays?
4: That's a very good question. Mm. And I have to wait to see before I give my true evaluation opinion.
2: Are you happy about this change?
4: You know, I think Kellen was good, but I think Kellen got beside himself and tried to run too many plays. And, mm-hmm. and our offense, this is what I love about your Eagles team. I think y'all have a group of plays that y'all run, and you run them over and over and over again. But you run them with different personnel and disguise them differently, and you move players mm-hmm. around. And those players run those plays and those routes precisely. Jalen knows where everybody's at on the football field. You may not know, but I think they come there with that package, week in and week out, and they do it consistently. And you're trying to stop it, and you can't. They own it. They have perfected it. And every defense has to adjust to whatever they're seeing. And then there's this little package that we call building on top of these blocks. And that's expanding the offense. And that's where creativity come into play. And you got the same kind of philosophy around those packages with multiple personnel, different changes, different looks, and everything else. Guys are moving around, rotating, and they're executing it. Well, I think that's what the Cowboys need to do, get back well, to something like that.
1: What about personnel, though? I mean, running back is kind of up in the air. What do you expect to happen next year at that position?
4: Well, I expect us to stay where we are with the group of guys that we actually have. Um, keep Tony Pollard, keep Zekia Elliott, and elevate Malik Davis until uh, Pollard is ready to come back in. Um, what's up, Chris? That is cool. That and is, so, like Chris Johnson yes. just saying hello to Yeah, a lot kid. of yards right awesome. there. Yeah, yes, that is. Uh-huh. Yes. And so, I, I think with that, uh, that package should be expanded upon, and I think McCarthy will try to figure out what it, what quality players he actually have on the offensive side of the unit that he can utilize in various packages and probably do some of the things I just talked about. That, that's, what, that's my hope. Yeah. And if that happens, that afford Dak Prescott to truly own the offense mm. and know where things are going. See, in our past, under Kellen, I think we were just calling damn plays just to be calling plays. I don't think we was building upon anything. There was nothing that established this that made sense to play off of that and then go to here and here. It was just play calling and every now and then we're going to throw in a little trick play and, and the trick play will work sometime then and sometime it won't. and be a wasted play and all that kind of stuff. Losing momentum, gaining momentum, it was just too much.
1: So you don't think they need to go out and get a big name skill position to help Dak Prescott?
4: Oh, they have to get another skill position guy. They got We got to get a guy that can run routes and and be able to beat man coverages, get down the field, blow the top of the zones off and the roof off and allow C.D. Lamb to be C.D. Lamb instead of relying on C.D. Lamb to catch great passes in hellacious conditions. Everybody around, he's going up and he got sharks about to eat him up. I mean, about to kill him. And so that guy is one of the best wide receivers we have, and we need to put more pieces around that.
2: Listen, I'm just glad you stuck around for this interview. Emmett Smith, the Hall of Famer, on behalf of Bounty, because Perloff brought that Randall Cunningham jersey on yeah. the set, and I thought I you were going to I love Randall skedaddle. Cunningham, by
4: the way. I knew you
1: did.
2: Uh, I mean. Tell us what you're doing here with Bounty, then we'll have a Randall Cunningham love fest.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've been working with Bounty, and uh, this is a big week. And around these big weeks, there are big celebrations. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of sauciness going on in someone's <laughs> house, and someone's going to make a mess. And Bounty is here to clean it up. I mean, when you're eating wings and you're eating burgers or uh, or ribs and things that have a lot of sauce on them, your hands, have the tendency to get a lot dirty and sticky. And so, if you don't use the right picker-upper, <laughs> then you're gonna have extra residue on your hands. So, with Bounty, it cleans it off pretty nicely.
2: There you go. All right, have your Randall Cunningham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You love Randall.
1: No, I mean obviously rivals on the field, but the Buddy Ryan Eagles. I'm sorry, this is just for me. Did you respect? How aggressive they were, or did you have a problem with that?
4: What I had a problem with was the recklessness of some of the play mm. uh, on the field. I did not have a problem with the aggression, but how reckless some of the guys were. The bounty side of it all. I remember. And so when you have players coming in, comicizing them way, their way in, and trying to take other players out and ruin their careers when everyone is out there for a career. Career yeah I'm not out here to hurt you intentionally unless you're playing so reckless I have to protect myself in every which way I can and uh, but I had great deal of respect for guys like Seth Joyner, uh Byron Evans, uh, Wes Hopkins. Um, obviously, Reggie, Reggie. White, J- 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 Jerome Brown. Uh, you name a lot of great guys. I mean, when I got a chance to go to the Pro Bowl and meet them and sit down with them and have conversations with them and play a little golf with them, you get a chance to know people. And that transcends the game all itself. And then, but you have to understand what you're dealing with. The game itself is already physical. And uh, there's no need to be trying to ruin guys' career over, over what?
1: Yeah. A few dollars. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I,
4: I think Emmett's coming aboard. I think he's gonna be rooting for the Eagles I hardcore. I doubt on that. I
2: doubt that. No, uh, I never
4: gave him a chance to talk about Kansas City though. <laughs> <laughs> oh we're out of time, uh, man. Know, so I'm sorry.
2: Uh, Emmett Smith, the Hall of Famer, on behalf of Bounty, thank you so much. It is always our pleasure when we get to talk with no, you. Thank you guys. Thank thank you. You. Appreciate it. Okay, so that was Emmett Smith, and now The Advice Duck has made their way (laughs) to the set. We asked you guys to send us your question for the Advice Duck. The Advice Duck has made her way all the way to Phoenix.
1: Wow, I didn't know there were ducks in Phoenix, but I guess there are. not a lot of water here.
2: We love that you guys have sent us in questions for the Advice Duck. You can always email us at maggieandperloff at gmail.com. You can also leave them uh, for us at maggieandperl on Twitter. And this one comes from Michael Kurtz, who's gotten a question for the Advice Duck. Here we go. It's February 3rd, and all of our office Christmas decorations have been taken down except one large elf poster. That's Mm. the Will Ferrell movie. Will's in a full costume captioned with, does someone need a hug? That's the poster that's on the the door. One of the ladies in my office has complained to me, because I'm the boss, that it is still up, and she wants it taken down. Another lady in my office thinks it's funny and would like to keep it up. What advice would you give? Whatever advice you give, I will follow. Thank you.
1: Oh, boy. That is not the question I expected. I expected something more day-to-day. Yeah. You know, how do I get along better with my family or something like that? This is very specific, and I love it.
2: No, this is specific. I
1: have no idea which way the Advice Duck is going to lean. I know how Maggie Gray would do it, but I don't know what the Advice Duck would do.
2: Okay, so that was from February 3rd. So that was a week ago. So now it's February 10th, so we're even further away. Mm. And, Michael, the Advice Duck rules that the Elf poster must come down. Mm. I know Elf is a good enough movie that you could just have movie posters up like Die Hard and Godfather, and Elf. If you were Well, going- Die,
1: Die Hard is also a Christmas movie. Oh, yeah, movie. that's true, too. Right. So
2: Godfather and On the Waterfront and Elf. Like, if you were doing a <laughs> movie theme in your office yeah. and you had all these posters on the wall of other movies, then I'd say, of course you can keep Elf up all year round. But Elf is a Christmas movie, and if it was put up as part of the Christmas decorations, then now it must come down with the rest of the Christmas oh, decorations. Oh, come on, advice the elf duck? duck! I mean, the Elf duck, the advice duck, has spoken.
1: The advice duck is a Scrooge. You're Scrooge McDuck. What you don't? Oh
2: no! Uh, yeah,
1: that worked out well. I, I just sort of stumbled bill. upon that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I I understand. It is a little weird I, in my mind's eye having an Elf poster up in July. Especially, it's not going to work. Unless you work in a toy factory, that would make sense.
2: I didn't get a sense it was a toy factory. Like a toy, toy a factory up office. north
1: of the North Pole? <laughs> <laughs> then <laughs> yeah. you could have an outpost. Yes, then That would be, be fine. Yeah. A regular office, I don't know. I, it is a all-time classic. I think the Advice Duck is, as always, has wise, wise wisdom. Wise uh, quacking. Yes.
2: Okay, and um, just so you know, I mean, sacrifices have to be made on the show. The Advice Duck... Had to happen, and I'm looking at Doug Williams, who's a yeah. legend in the game. On the next set, Champ Bailey's is going to join us in just a moment. He's a Hall of Famer, and I'm sitting here in a duck costume, but I'm happy to do it for the show, and I'm happy to do it for people <laughs> for the people. No, it's not need, for the show. No, for the people who need advice. Yeah, I'm here. Thank I, you, Michael, for w- your email. And
1: where do you email again for the advice, because I have some big time questions. Well,
2: you have the password, but it's Maggie and <laughs> off. Maggie and Pearl off at gmail.com or just use hashtag advice duck if you leave us something on Twitter at Maggie and Pearl All right, let's get to our buddy Big Dave is in Kentucky Dave we haven't talked to you in days man how you been
6: I don't know what to say I mean thank you guys so much I mean you obviously knew that I was listed in probably going to check in to have the greatest cowboy ever Evan Smith on I mean talks talks of cowboys I mean
2: he's the best I
6: don't know what to say
2: I know and he and it pains us because he tortured Perloff and I, yeah. Eagles, Bills. I mean, but we just love him because he's so cool. I know,
6: but I mean you seriously, but I gotta tell you guys, I mean for some reason listen to Emmett Smith do a brownie paper towel commercial with, like one of the weirdest things I ever heard in my life.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dave, hey, listen, I'm, I'm not, in a duck uh, costume. I really can't weigh in on what's weird.
6: Oh, man, I wish I could be online and wasn't in my vehicle. (laughs) Listen, I apologize. I didn't get to listen much the last couple days, so have you guys made your predictions yet?
2: No, we're doing it later in the show.
6: Oh, wow. Well, I was wishing we could do that now. You guys want to hear mine? Yeah, Yeah, go ahead.
2: You got 30 seconds, Dave. We're up against the top of the hour. I'm sorry.
6: 31-21. Fly, Eagles, fly. Yeah, baby. Look at this,
2: Dave. I didn't think you'd have it in you to go with uh, the hated Eagles.
6: Well, uh, you know what, Dave's objective. Yeah, I'll hate him, but I'm you know, listen, I'm I'm very objective and uh, I think it's their year. I think it's a better team. I think Jalen Hurts got robbed out of the MVP. And uh, I'll leave it there. Can't wait to hear you guys' picks. Fly Eagles, fly, baby!
1: Fly Eagles, fly. Give me an E. (laughs) Give me an A. You know the rest. Advice, duck. You're a bird. You know you're a bird. I you should know. be into the
2: Yes, Got it. Champ Bailey, the Hall of Famer, is going to join us next. Don't move more Maggie and Pearl off from Radio Row.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.